0: <laughs> I'm a you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl, Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are around, around the way curls. Girls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and
1: explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. A thing.
0: Hi, Energy. How are you? It's Monday. How you feeling? Monday, Monday.
1: I love that song by those white people.
0: You know that song? I don't even know that song, no.
1: Monday, Monday. Keep going. That's all I know. (laughs) Oh. I don't know it.
0: What's that from?
1: You're asking too many questions, girl. Last Monday... I went to Erykah Badu concert with my thirteen year old daughter, soon to be thirteen year old daughter. This was the first concert that we went to together. Shout oh. out to Leandra, who's a oh, listener I love her. and a friend, and a, just a little magical nymph. Just a she's she is with the perfect most skin. Death. I know, just a she just drink water. She look like she drink watermelon <laughs> juice with seeds in it, black seeds. She is
0: gorgeous
1: um so I was like yeah she was like do you want to go to the Erica Badu concert I was like yeah 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 say less we get the tickets they give us backstage passes as well
0: Fun. they're like
1: four seven rows up from the stage you looked out Leandra you made me psh, a star in my Leandra, why you
0: ain't give me no tickets I had to pay for mine she gave you tickets to the other robert glasper uh not the show. same it's like, <laughs> <playing>. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: anyway i did not know that erica badu was 56 years old she's 53 fucking, she said 56 Let that's what i that. heard her say i'm about to be I 56
0: said, i thought she said she 53. 53 don't if she's 50 i'm, I'm an older
1: person and i can't
0: hear well so it could be possible 52 that both of us wrong <laughs> <laughs> Why is she lying
1: to everybody? She went up there she and lied just for dramatic it. effect. Yes, she did. She, she ain't said, I'm 56 years old. It started off with most deaf him spinning around and yodeling like the king that he is. And then <laughs> she had just an incredible light show. And every five minutes I... You know, I was very much in the zone. I was not trying to um, manage or project a good experience onto Jolie. I was just letting her do her thing. And this little nigga was next to me bopping around, just oh. dancing to all the songs. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was so excited for her. She did get tired after a while because oh. the the show kind of like paces down a little bit. Um, when she starts
0: uh, Name orange it, no moon more when she was like i'm tired now. oh i, I loved, loved orange moon it was visually
1: beautiful very inspiring the the sound we saw it at the man and the man is an outdoor venue in philadelphia so like there was just a breeze coming through it was just a beautiful beautiful experience and i really enjoyed it and i was so happy i could take my daughter to a concert with her just the two of us felt like a real cool mom and um yeah it was good you went as well so i went as well no that's fine you ain't ruin
0: nothing i went as well i went to madison square garden which was a different energy floor seats with jade of all jades we had a time um high as a kite loving it erica made me want to be a better woman Didn't she though?
1: Like, let me be my motherfucking self.
0: Oh yeah, like she made me want to be myself. Yeah, she and she's like, oh, Oh. is everything okay? No, we're in
1: Philly. It's summertime. It's tricky.
0: tricky. Yeah, she just has this power, this prowess. This, ooh, she just. I don't know I don't know how to describe her other than self-possessed and it was just lovely her arrangements were beautiful she's she Tight. always does things so differently and she just carries on and it's it's an honor and a privilege to watch her do her fucking thing honestly like yeah. if I was a a gentleman caller and that woman was in front of me Directing that energy my way, I wouldn't know what to do. I would be like, "Mm, "I'm a, I'm a bow out. I can't, I can't. I actually can't direct this. I, I don't know what to do with you. And I'm, and I'm intimidated and scared. Yeah, like I, I just can't imagine her on a day to day. Like, what does she do when she wakes up? (laughs) This woman is, this that woman is a force
1: she, just, she is she's th- and i was just talking with somebody though she's still just a woman i think we put a lot course. on erica we no have a lot of, of course
0: even the way she writes you know that she's still going through the same shit as all of us mm-hmm. but at least she's herself while she does it she cool, you know, me? and she's and she's learning and she's and she's doing it courageously and in front of everyone. I think it's really powerful that Jolie saw that show when I was at the show. I didn't know you were going and I was texting you like if you can get like you have to see this. And then you were like, Joe's going to go. I'm like, yo, that's so perfect for Jolie to see. So she understands, you know, like I can stand in my power. Like it's It's just I'm excited to see who she becomes truly. Um, too, in other news, I, I, I washed my bedding, oh, okay. very proud of myself, stripped my bedding. Mm-hmm. I talked about this last week, about how filthy our pillowcases are, are, and I stripped my bed, washed my bedding, took my bedding across the street, dropped them off, couldn't get back over there, and slept on my mattress. Disgusting. And then I realized, girl, you have other sheets. Why didn't you make the bed? So I'm just as filthy as everyone else. You slept else. on your mattress? I I you raw I blocked a mattress? Yo, I was exhausted. In no. Well I have a Well, ma- I have a mattress cover on it, but I just was like, oh, my sheets are- I don't I don't know why. You have three I didn't-
1: brand new sheets I in know. your
0: You saw them.
1: Yeah, saw I was them. like, You rich.
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Having sh- other sheets to change your sheets is not rich. You
1: had multiple new packs of sheets for Because a I got a new bed. bed.
0: You ain't gotta I'm tell everybody saying. what my what size my bed is. Why you gotta? You tell told
1: everybody already, nerd.
0: For real, I did. Yeah. No, I didn't. I alluded to it. I said I was I was childish, and now I'm not. So mm-hmm. now they know the ghetto that I was sleeping in before. <laughs> you ain't had to do that. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right. Another news. This is gonna sound weird. I'm becoming obsessed with World War II. Oh. I'm obsessed with it. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I saw the news around um, the United Nations and possibly letting, I think it's Turkey. No. Was Turkey hating on Sweden? I think Turkey was hating on Sweden, but they probably letting Sweden in. Um, And all the shit going on in Russia with Putin and the possible insurrection. Well, the failed insurrection that happened over there, but he can't get rid of the dude who tried because he's, reliant on his armed forces. And I was like, yo, this shit get deep. Let me, I heard, let me well, research I have, I world war two about Putin about
1: that. Oh shit. That's the another very politics interesting
0: as usual. Uh, theory. All right. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm obsessed. So just understand that at some point there will be some sort of world war two breakdown. <laughs> it's coming your way. I'm gathering all the information, but there's a Netflix documentary world war two in color. The Journey to Victory. Now, if you want to learn about very specific battles, this is an amazing documentary. If you don't know shit about World War Two, though, it's terrible. It does not set it up well. It does not give you the basis on why this shit started. And really, what I'm learning is that World War Two all came to be because of World War One because of some shit they Which had Which is Germany very confusing side. as to
1: why World War I started. Somebody know got what? shot in...
0: Nobody knows. Literally, the, historians are still arguing about why it started. Very interesting stuff. If you care about that, then you should watch that documentary. In other news, I'm back in the gym and what the fuck. Girl, oh, you. I thought I was going to go back to the gym and lift the same weight that I was lifting before that I had wrong. stopped. That, that was wrong. I, was, I embarrassed myself. Uh-oh. and I hate that for me. I hate Uh-oh. that for me. I hate it. So I went to the gym and I got the little app and I'm, so I'm doing my stuff. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I, I know all this shit. I'm not work my way on the machines. Yeah. You know I mean, some girl tried to brody me for the machine. I was like, eh, 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 you tried it. So I was waiting for the Smith machine. Now the Smith machine, you know what that is? That's the one where you do the, it's like you do the, uh squats you have the dumbbell you know what i'm talking about Uh uh-huh yeah okay yep there are two smith machines next to one another i'm over there waiting because there's two girls on the smith machine doing their thing trying to plump up their butts say heard you sis but they got a whole workout on there and i can't work in with them because they've got a whole setup so i'm waiting 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 one girl comes over she like oh can, can can you let me know when this machine is done to one of to one of the people at the machines because she saw me waiting for one. Well, the person that she asked finished before the before the person who I guess she thought I was waiting on. So I went over to that machine. She's like, oh, I asked for this machine. I said, girl, I've been waiting over here for a Smith machine for about 30 minutes. And just because you asked a particular person you think you get getting this machine? And she was like, well, I thought you were waiting for that one. I said, I'm waiting for either one that is available. And that is gym etiquette. So we had a little tiff. So now I'm like she's so now she's waiting so now you know I'm like all right I gotta show that I belong on this machine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh ah! my god! <laughs>
0: ah! <laughs> Girl, I'm so irritated with myself. First of all, I didn't have my gloves, so my hands are burning. I'm doing deadlifts. Shaking. You need to shaking like a motherfucker. The way I put I put two forty fives on there. And 225s, that's what I used to deadlift. Bitch. I almost, I do girl, the way that weight didn't internet, come why up. Why
1: would you do that? That was I don't six know. years
0: ago. I wasn't. First of all, don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> I don't know if it was that It long was. Ago.
1: It was a long time Shanti, ago. Shanti,
0: you're doing a lot on this, on these. I'm sorry. You told everybody I have a queen bed and okay. that I had a full before. And I don't know I these were been the, the areas of, of of this is where I draw the line. All right, okay. this is my private life. I told everybody you don't wear <laughs> panties and you're fine, but now Couldn't this is rare. Where- you're not going to shame me on that. Panties are uncomfortable; they ride up. Listen, oh, the way the way that I was and I was determined to to finish the set because I was like, this bitch is not going to see me struggling. <laughs> I belong on this machine. and I'm not taking his weight off. Baby, the worst part was that there was a man who saw the whole thing and he came over. And he was like, you was right. That was your machine. But that weight is too fucking heavy for you. And walked away. <laughs> for real? Girl, yes. He, said and, he wow. said. and I laughed so hard. I said, well, I couldn't take the weight off because she was looking. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm back in the gym. Back was on fire the next day. But, you know. Here we are, and and I'm doing it, everybody. I'm I'm eating my tablespoon of food, like my diet's like important that. But <laughs> well,
1: you need one tablespoon. You don't one need tablespoon.
0: You don't. I'm hitting this mic again. It. I'm sorry, Monty, but you know I I've worked out about what it was Saturday gym, sun. No, it was Saturday yoga, Sunday gym off Monday, Tuesday was gym, Wednesday was yoga. Today's nothing. Friday's Pilates. Get it, girl. Fuck it up. So if I'm not Beyonce soon by the Beyonce's just, concert, then I'm not gonna be to Beyonce hell. by Beyonce's concert. That's why I gotta wear that. I gotta the thong piece that I gotta wear. Also, we recorded this week's episodes out of order. So they're probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> We're referencing stuff that comes out on Thursday. Apologize. you will listen you will hear it anyway <laughs> let's move on 13 minutes in that was a good timing for updates oh my god
2: does anybody <laughs> <laughs> notice that
1: she's unwell or <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
0: let's go you know what mandy's listening and she appreciated that <laughs> because she be on it she'd be like come on these updates too long <laughs> We're not ready we for a break. break? Everybody, please My rate, <laughs> review and subscribe and share around the way curls. I have to say, Chanti, we made it to a thousand reviews on Are Apple. Are you serious? The people listened. Boop, boop, yes. Boop. And they said nice things. Um, I didn't read all of them, but they did come in. Thank y'all so much. There's always space for more. never satisfied over here. We apologize, but thank you. Seriously. Thank you all so much. Really, really appreciate it.
1: And if you would like to see our faces, please consider joining our Patreon. We are going to also add on a monthly um, meeting in which we have a live discussion (laughs) with our, viewers or our, excuse me with our patrons so consider that um the way you hate
0: town hall i'm not you saying that, that word Mm-mm. well you can't I say will never. Monthly that meeting.
1: is colonial that-, that sounds like i need a bell
0: town <laughs> hall bonk. i
1: hate it and i will not right, subject myself meeting. to the white man's vernacular we meeting up or whatever every month on patreon so somebody said what do they call it somebody gave a Somebody I think that around I think y'all should name it. Um, name it. Y'all should name it.
0: When and is this month We need to announce we, that.
1: We're going to announce that soon. Uh next we week. Can't. Yeah, we can't. This comes out next week. That. Well we, we have you to and I haven't had that discussion
0: yet, so that would be um I sent a calendar out. thing. Yep. All right. Yep. We'll figure that out.
1: Stay tuned. We will <laughs> announce that. Shout out to the new patrons, Shalitha, Salita alex Catherine, wild haze sounds like a very delicious type of Wah bud marijuana bud jared and ebony we appreciate you guys join us um on patreoncom backslash around the way cur- i made that up is that right backslash around the way curls
0: <laughs> no that's right
1: <laughs> okay good i'm more pissed mumbling off that is in you- my sleep <laughs> thank you very much everybody and we're gonna go to our break. So catch you on the flip side of these messages.
0: There you go. <laughs> you get on <hold> my nerves. <laughs> so now we're breaking at 15 minutes in for the mid roll. That's too fucking early. When do we take this break? Maybe it's after hot shit. We're not taking a break. We lied. Going to hot oh. shit. This is a disaster. Well, go ahead.
1: Maybe we should just decide on what time. that This is too much back of the house, Antoinette. We do not share this with the listeners. It makes just me upset go. from my hospitality yes. and server life. Back just of the go. house. I'm
0: upset. Go ahead. I would I didn't have that in here. I was thinking that Monty would cut it out, but leave it in now because now it's a joke. We can't do a mid-roll at 15 minutes in. They don't know so, what you talk about, but go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> yes, they do. Hot shit. Go ahead. Did I have the first hot shit? Oh, yes. Diddy, <clears throat> Puff Daddy, launches a black marketplace for black entrepreneurs called Empower Global. That's it. I don't trust it. I just like. Mm, I want to see you the contract worth. Not really. It's Diddy. What is it? It's it's online. I just said it's a fucking black marketplace. I don't know, but I thought about you, and then I was like, wait, he might. What's his cut? I just you gotta be. he's gonna tricky. end up
1: losing? It's going. he be like, I own Sable now.
0: <laughs> but also, <laughs> shout out to Your daughter's never
1: getting the royalties of this.
0: <laughs> shout out That's to Revolt, terrible. who we're in ta- Unless, conversations with. Apologies. <laughs> uh moving right along i actually think that was a bad idea keep going
1: the fda just today approved its first over-the-counter birth control Ow! the medication is called opil it is the most effective birth control method available over the counter better than spermicides condoms and non-prescription methods y'all need this morning after pill you can get this beforehand and be in control of your um, family planning, inshallah, God willing. Now, people are very excited about this because in this time, in this climate of so many abortion bans, um, mm. this offers a, an effective way to help not even have to, you know, be under this jurisdiction of Abortions and again put the power in your hands um, to control your family planning. They are saying that it's going to be they're going to offer um, low cost pills to those that qualify, but they still have not mentioned what the cost is, which feels like the actual barrier to access. This is going to be available to young folks to. You know, our age old, oh, everybody's going to have access to this. I I think it's a game changer. I'm also wondering what age that is. How old do you have to be to get a morning after pill? 18?
0: I have no idea. Child, it I ain't grabbed now, the over,
1: morning after pill in a minute, boy. Ooh, <laughs> those were the days.
0: <laughs> morning after
1: pill and Planned Parenthood, child.
0: That was the worst because you couldn't even get it from the. You had to go to the clinic. God, do you? Those I don't days know.
1: Waiting at Planned Parenthood. It doesn't bro. look like
0: there's an age limit. Wait, do you have to be eighteen to buy a morning after pill? No, morning after pills are available regardless of age. No, if it's available, can't be. if it's available on store shelves, it's available. Wow. Mm. I don't think there should be an age limit on it. People need it. 14 year old needs it as probably probably need more than anybody else. Oh (laughs) boy.
1: I feel sad that I said that. Damn. It's true. Um, I'm excited about this. I feel like this is a really, um, this is a great counterpart to these abortion bans. You know, I feel like it's, it, there's a lot of possibility and, um, I hope that they do offer access to, uh, it's cost effective that people can access it. That is not uh, something crazy. I think there was in this, this was on um, New York times. They were saying something like woman wouldn't pay over $40 for this. And I'm mm. wondering how much would be every single month. Would you pay $40 for
0: birth control? Pill? That's That's what I think I was paying when I was on birth control. You ain't get your birth
1: control completely covered by your health insurance.
0: No, not all health insurance covers birth control
1: a uh, stuff nope. that's terrible
0: yeah you gotta pay for that my iud when i had an iud Ooh, which that was life I hate this oh but the iud the insertion was annoying but the me. extraction was awful i had a yeah. terrible experience with that but when i was on that iud boy was i living a life that was a a time and and I and the IUD is really for folks who are in committed relationships because obviously it doesn't protect against any STDs. And if you get one, it shoots it straight to your cervix. But um, I had to pay, a, uh, I, I forget, a couple hundred dollars. Like my insurance covered a good portion of it, but there was still money that I had to pay out of pocket. The only way I was getting birth control for free was if I went to the clinic.
1: Well. We'll see how this plans out, but I feel like this is, I feel like this is great news. I really do. I think Um, it's great
0: news. I'm so weird about birth control pills. I was like suicidal on birth control pills. If I'm being honest, they really mess with me and all that to have sex and to have unfulfilling sex. Just, oh, sorry, but you should get it and plan for your family. (laughs) well that's the way to birth control is it's how you gotta talk to your doctor about that stuff because really like there's a lot of side effects i know
1: i know depo shots girls get depo for some reason they targeted girls in the hood with depo everybody knows depo shot and it was fucking people up they would girls would just gain a bunch of weight it was it was a mess i did not we should have a comment we should have an episode about birth control i didn't enjoy birth control either
0: i have a daughter did you, you well, were on the so. pill <laughs> 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 oh my god wait but did you were on the pill i never yeah, thought I you were ever on for the years. pill. really yeah,
1: i was on the pill. i was on the pill
0: for years um, interesting
1: yep yep and yeah i mean it wasn't my my breast was hitting boy that's all i got to say my birth control titties a woman i miss days. <laughs> i was a woman now, this is poor timing, but I'm not going to not talk about I this because I really love this. you have this on here. <laughs> Before all this shit came out with the boy Jonah Hill, I watched his Netflix, Netflix special, Stutz, in which he interviews his um, psychiatrist, Phil Stutz. And it's basically a documentary about the psychiatrist Stutz really unique visual model of therapy and as well as um he, they just talk about Stutz's life and he was really dropping gems and I felt like there is a lot that we could talk about on this podcast from that one episode and I at the time I was also really um hmm intrigued by Jonah Hill on it who directed it who you know is it's it's a conversation between the two of them so we are going to talk about Jonah Hill and I may have an unpopular opinion about it because I oh saw him God. in a different light with this so Shanti. I may be caping for the white man for real for real
0: <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> for referencing man. referencing something that's for Thursday's um, episode <laughs> either way well, I, think, I hate it. I think it. it's
1: worth talking about because you watch this.
0: No, I just hate that you're talking about it with the climate right now. But I also kind of love it because it's you.
1: It's I, f- I recommend everybody watch it. It's not about Jonah Hill. It's definitely about Stutz. He Jonah Hill is offering the the platform and the conversation. Um, and he is a part of it. But I think what is being shared and the information that's being shared is far more important than, um, than the the messenger in this.
0: All right, well, I'll let you know when I finish my World War Two doc and write my book report, and maybe I'll head on over there. Let's take a break for real this time, Shanti. We do we you want to catch you on the
1: flip side of these messages? <sighs>
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. Politics usually usual. <clears throat> I want to talk about Tulsa. I want to talk about the Tulsa massacre. And I have massacre spelled wrong in the outline. I just fixed it, everyone. So I'm bringing this up because there's a court case that we should talk about. But first, I want to make sure that everybody knows the details of what happened during the Tulsa massacre. All right, ready? Go. May 31st, June 1st, 1921. In a community known as Greenwood that is in Tulsa. Uh, It's basically a city within a city. Like think about, if you think about uh, New York City and then you got Brooklyn, you know, you got the Bronx, you got like, you got these boroughs, you got these neighborhoods but and of course, not as big, but that's kind of the vibe um <clears throat> so there was a nineteen year old dick Roland a uh, black shoe shiner, and he was accused of assaulting Sarah page, a white seventeen year old and an ele- who was an elevator operator in the nearby Drexel building so Sarah Page is in this Drexel building. She's the elevator operator. And what folks believe happened is that Dick Roland came in and accidentally bumped her. They don't know. A lot of accounts say that he was falsely accused, but I'm not sure. Sh- they were the only two people in the elevator. I'll leave it at that. I tend to believe that he falsely accused, but they were the only two people in the elevator. Um, and she came out screaming that he assaulted her. Uh, white men confronted him and Dick Rowland doing what any young black person would do at the time being accused of such a thing ran. Um, He ran all the way to Greenwood where he was arrested in Greenwood Um, and then rumors that he was to be lynched uh, spread throughout the city. Upon hearing these reports um, that he was going to be lynched and that a mob of hundreds of white men uh, were gathered around the jail where he was being held. A group of seventy-five, they believe, World War One black veterans and other s- black citizens um, showed up, armed and ready to protect Dick Rowland. They showed up at the jail, and the sheriff somehow, you know, persuaded the group to leave and said nothing would happen to Dick Rowland and assured them that they had the situation under control. So as people started to disperse, the most widely reported and corroborated um, inciting incident occurred as a group of black men were leaving, a white elderly man approached a gentleman by the name of O.B. Mann and demanded that he hand over his pistol. Uh, This black man and his last name is Man, not to be confused, not to make it confusing, uh, refused, and the old um man, the white man, attempted to disarm him. Gunshot went off, and then according to Sheriff's reports and eyewitness reports and accounts, all hell broke loose. The two groups shot at each other overnight, um until midnight, and the black men were greatly outnumbered and lacked the ammunition to continue this fight and were forced to retreat back home to Greenwood. That was where r- white rioters invaded the neighborhood as Green- called, named Greenwood, which was also, as we know it, um, Black Wall Street. They burned homes to the ground. They began beating the residents there, looting, stealing the things in their homes, killing them. Um, and basically demoralizing the community that night and into the next morning. Historians estimate that about 300 people were killed, um, and about 10,000 Black folks were left homeless, and the cost of the property damage amounted to more than 1.5 million dollars in real estate and about $75,000 in personal property back then. That is the equivalent to $36.92 million in 2022. Um, some people also recall the, the State National Guard uh, was called in and they recall seeing planes dropping incendiaries, which are devices that help spread fires um to encourage the fires that the rioters had already created and caused there's a ca- count with account excuse me there's what is it called eyewitness eyewitnesses and survivors said that they would come in and just torch the drapes so that eventually the whole house would be engulfed in flames and by the end of 1922 most of the residents homes had been rebuilt, but the city and real estate companies refused to compensate the owners. So here we are in 2023. Um, and believe it or not, there are three living fucking survivors. Leslie Benningfield Randall, who is 107 years old, Viola Fletcher, who is 108 years old, and Hughes Van Ellis, who is 101. They are looking for accountability. They are looking for a detailed accounting of wealth and property that were lost and stolen. They're looking for the construction of a hospital in North Tulsa and the creation of a Tulsa Massacre Victims Compensation Fund. So they're looking for some sort of reparations. Their attorney has argued that the massacre contributed to generations of economic instability for the city's black community. Though many black families fled Tulsa after the attack, those who remained were never compensated for their loss. Now, this is important because today, in 2023, a judge, Caroline Wall, who originally said that the case was valid and could proceed, has now backtracked um, she said in a written order, after reviewing complaints from the city, the regional chamber of commerce, and other local agencies, they have argued that the plaintiffs the plaintiffs' request to compensate residents for the destruction of the prominent black neighborhood would impose a significant burden on the government's financial stability. Okay. The attorney for the Chamber of Congress, John Tucker, is quoted saying what happened in 1921 was a really bad deal and those people did not get a fair shake. But that was 100 years ago. In their motion to dismiss, the lawyers for the state also argued that the government, quote, cannot be held liable for civil disobedience, riot insurrection or rebellion or the failure to provide providing police law enforcement or fire protection to those residents all right so this is nonsense to me because basically what they're trying to say is the first thing that they're trying to say is this had nothing to do with race this had nothing to do with the state this is nothing to do with the city uh, 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 some bad apples went over they had a beef based off of this young black man assaulting this young white woman and that race had played no part in this. That is what they are arguing. They're also removing the teaching around that this was a race riot in schools in Tulsa, which is just fucking wild. Um, the other thing is that reparations are always really hard to... To prove that you are um that you warrant them that you should be on the receiving end of them, mostly because it's really difficult to trace like who should get them, are you a descendant? are you you know how far back do we go in the family line yada, yada, yada that's bullshit here because these folks are still living, they're alive, fucking pay them, right The argument that it wasn't the government and that it was just some random riot also bullshit. Where the fuck did they get these planes from? Random white folks just had planes that were dropping bombs in the incendiaries? No, um, this was race based, and to argue anything else is intellectually dishonest. There's, and I'm asking like folks got to do their research. Can't do it. Can't put it all in this podcast. But I was looking up so many different documentaries on this. You can, and they're free. You can go on YouTube. And man, th- these people are talking about the, the wealth gap between the folks in Greenwood and the folk and the white folks and how there was a lot of resentment and anger from these white folks who were like, how the fuck do they have all of that? And we're going to get into that in a second. Um, So a big part of, of them you going back and,
1: in 1921.
0: Yeah. then there was, yes, resentment. back then there was resentment uh-huh. because they were flourishing And they had figured out, they had their own hospitals. They had their own banks. They had, they had, they built from the ground up their own society that was high functioning and where the black dollar was just circulating within that community. We're going to get into that. Um, And then finally, the argument that this would be too costly for the city, I also call CAP um, or that the city shouldn't somehow be responsible for it? Because there's precedence here. I mean, when it comes to citizens being paid, like in retribution um, for crimes or wrongdoings, there's there's precedence for city government funds handling that. Look at the police pr- department. Look at police brutality cases. That comes from the city's government funds that's doesn't come from the police department. Like when people get settlements, it should, but it doesn't. So that I also call cap that there. And and I think the thing that is so disheartening is that I, I started to think about black wall street. And of course I, I go back to um, Lovecraft country and I, that episode really stuck with me and I know that it's like a fictitious world, but they, you know, they landed on a lot of like um, real points in history that we should pay attention to. But I started thinking about an imagining, like what if we had that today? You know, like what if our black billionaires did that for us? And I feel like, honestly, I give him shit for his content, but I feel like Tyler Perry is trying to do that, is trying to create these, these communities and these worlds where, like, this black dollar is like flowing. And I looked up how the black dollar circulates today. And it, the black dollar within today's 2023 timing, it circulates only six hours within the black community. This is a study done by a Black Star project. And the racial wealth gap has calculated that it only takes six hours, four hour dollars to go outside of our community. It takes 20 days in the Jewish community and 30 days in the Asian community. And it's just, there's, I don't know. It, it made me really angry. It made me really disappointed. I feel so sorry for these victims These, this hundred, these hundred year old folks who've lived their whole lives, just hoping for some sort of accountability and to have to be crushed again. The fuck is wrong? Like this country is just wrong. It's just wrong. And it made me want to rededicate myself to like being really mindful about where my money's going as best as I can, because the powers that be have shit set up a certain kind of way. But I don't know. As a black business owner, what are what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I'm I'm not surprised by their. You know their the decision to not pay them or support them or to validate what their claims were. I think also and another story about that that there was proof that the actual sheriff incited mm-hmm. and like unleashed the um police department on to the citizens which then implicates them in mm. it's
0: actually was like right. a uh <clears throat> where we'll they would be liable or
1: city or government yeah, yeah so that to make them liable but they've since they've covered it up or there's something there that they've like of course tried They're to erasing uh, the history yeah. erasing that's exactly what it is they erase it and that's what they could do and again the, the tools The master's tool—you can't use the master's tools to dismantle the bitch. I don't know. It just feels like they're always gonna find a way to be like, actually, um, yeah. I think it. I think it requires uh, that. That's a um, really—it's a whole episode in itself. Because then this is all very deeply connected to black capitalism and the idea of wealth being the saving grace for us. And if only we would all you know um mimic and organize around wealth and resources like but also that's a real motherfucking thing like that's a really powerful thing to do as well um and we don't have to
0: exploit folks in order to do it you know like it doesn't have to be us doing the same shit that they do it did it didn't sound like from, and maybe we could be idol, idolizing, what is it? Idolizing it. Is that what you say? But like, it didn't sound like black wall street had a whole bunch of folks in it that were exploited. It sound like it was trade, you know, it sound like the dollar was, was the trade. Yeah, it was just it like, was this community. is my doctor. Yeah. This is
1: my grocery store. This is my barber. This exactly. is my seamstress. This is my mechanic. You know, and they also had high professional jobs there were like surgeons there they yeah. were like it it was it was lit <laughs> yeah i don't know i i yeah i i think the start of everything is awareness, so just thinking about where we're putting our money um and yeah i i know if it that just that makes me really sad it makes me really. Yeah. Disheartened. It makes me really angry. It makes me angry. Yeah. It makes me really angry. Um. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm.
0: I don't know. I don't know how many times like these, these survivors have to have like their their face spat in by this fucking country. You know, like care. it does. Oh yeah, God. It, just,
1: it it doesn't matter.
0: And shout out to matter. them being 107, 108, and 101 and still fighting the good fight.
1: It's a whole movement behind it. I think a lot of the yeah. descendants, you know, folks that were affected by it, families, it's like a, it's a real thing. Um, I wish I, I had the episode. I think it might've been the daily. I don't know. There was another really good episode on this as well. But yeah, I, this is, this is when they were first, um, attempting to get the reparations for it so i guess that you this is the follow-up this is the ending result of like nah
0: i don't think it's the ending they're they're still this trying to work out recent, yeah yeah and and fuck her like she she's an elected official at the end of the day so she got some pressure and she said oh never mind
1: It's such <laughs> a like, wild precedent
0: though antonette like if that if they were like yeah yeah here you go do you of course what? That's- but not really because but- here's the thing they're still alive you can still deny all of these other folks who are absolutely deserving of reparations because you're gonna get that all tied up in well you can't prove that you were a descendant of a slave and how far do we go back and da, da 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 these three individuals are alive and well they you can't say that they are not deserving i i just and
1: and and if we were re- if as a country if we were really invested in reparations we would look at what Germany does and and continues Teesh. to do in terms of their accountability and their um monetary payment that they gave to holocaust survivors and all of the sites that they build and how how ashamed they are of that act um and show up to kind of make
0: amends but like that shit well, could be done shaming germany to. shaming germany is what got us into world war Two, so it's tricky what more to come on that yeah girl that's how we got into world war Two. was the germany had to sign this treaty that basically made them the world's bitch and that's how hitler because they were wilding out they were wilding out in world war one yes but then they were forced to basically like disarm their army all kinds of stuff they had to pay all this money where they were just it was a mess and they were pissed off and hitler was like we are not the world's bitch watch me work anyway that was a very dumbed down version of how that (laughs) That
1: went and then he was like no fuck that y'all niggas gonna find out
0: (laughs) and and turn and just turn and was this awful human Ooh, awful human anyway nationalist
1: that's why nationalism is so scary anyway but th- that would be a good cop that that'd be interesting
0: yeah all right anyway i don't know what the, the more questions than answers here or more just anger but i think it's important that folks know that and that they follow this case and that they're we're very mindful about our dollar as best as we can um so maybe we need to look at diddy's black Marketplace. Figure Lending, LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, pop culture. (laughs) You brought him up, Jonah Hill. I don't really want to get into him. But I I do want to get into the topic at hand here. And Jonah, uh, this wasn't on my bingo card, but I was surfing the internets and I was on the threads. And Jonah, Jonah's girlfriend, who is a, like a surf or ex-girlfriend, excuse me, was like a surfing extru- instructor, <laughs> like he met this woman this way, finally released some text messages that she's had be- between the two of them. And she's saying that he's emotionally abusive. He's controlling. He's this and that. Jonah has since moved on. He's, I think, engaged or at least a baby. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's engaged to this woman, but he at least has just had a child last month with another woman, et cetera. So she find, she was like, listen, I wasn't going to release this shit while that woman was pregnant because I didn't want to, you wait know. wait till the
1: baby's born.
0: <laughs> right, which is, I'm like, which is she's like, still going what? through it. Girl. But basically she looked out for the baby. She wasn't looking out for the lady. But also, is that her job? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to read some of his texts. And these are, he has some demands of her that he calls boundaries. He says, plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your we your wild recent past, beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful, keyword. Um, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness. I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. She goes on and she's like, well, it's absurd that a man who wants so, so, so into the fact that I'm a good surfer expected me to take down pictures of me surfing. And in one pieces, which he called bikinis and thongs, like, like, It's this whole back and forth. She's talking to friends of his where they're like, oh, my God, we had no idea. And basically, you know, he is. He and according to him, he's setting his boundaries. According to other folks, they don't see it so much. What are your thoughts? Did you first did you read these texts? Mm -hmm. Oh, they, they were very
1: this type of. Um. This type of these type of demands are very familiar, something I have mm. um experienced in relationship before um, and can be very, very confusing to a woman who doesn't understand w- that where they're rooted in and what they're seated in, which is again similar to Darius, this idea of um insecurity possession um and coercion in a lot of ways to and manipulation to secure um their power and their dominance and like their 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 safety and their security in a way um so it was it was very familiar with me to me rather um I also think that, again, patriarchy is not the shark. It's the ocean. We're all in it to expect. I think the expectation should be that men realize how they are wielding it. I think the assumption that we know how men are wielding it and that they are villains in this way is not going to work and i feel like we are all finding language we're all finding language and my hope is i'm not in any way uh protecting jonah or excusing jonah but my hope is that jonah is unraveling and seeing where his insecurity and his, um, the, 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 how comfortable and how it is just very expected of men to ask for women to shrink, to be dominant, um, to satisfy their insecurities. I hope that he is seeing that and I, it's probably really painful for him right now. But again, because I watched this past video and this, this past, um, Site the therapy sessions with him. I pray that this is just a hard and very shameful and embarrassing um, lesson for him to kind of grow out of that because this is this is normalized. This is not this kind of shit is so normal. Eighteen year old Shanti would been like that makes sense. He can say that those are his. That's his woman. I'm just now growing out of this. So I I I feel like the way people are throwing him away. And I know he's probably fu- he's probably fucked up. Um, but yeah, niggas are just unlearning this stuff as well, and they they think they just they think it's normal. And the way we th- are making them into villains is, and I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work. Similar to what you were kind of saying last week. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but it's, yeah. It, it,
1: it 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 hit a chord, child. I said, oh. I know that. You know that Yeah,
0: all too well. I know that. This felt familiar to me. I remember having to take um, things down off of Instagram in my previous relationship and not have friendships with certain people. I mean, I was at the point where I was looking at the ground when men walked by because I was too friendly with how I would greet people or smile or have eye contact. It was like... When I caught that version of me, I was like, oh, wait a minute. You are in a relationship that's not healthy because you, I I felt like similar to you. And I know you've expressed it where you're just walking on eggshells constantly. And um, yeah, I don't, some, I don't think um people want to control folks just for the sake of it. I think similar to you, I think it's rooted in something else that he would need help with. I don't know if he would, I don't know that man. I don't, I don't, I also don't know if the public shaming is appropriate. I also don't know that, I'm not gonna say it's not. I don't know what she needs either. I don't know, you know, he, she's 20 something years old. I think 26 I don't know how old Jonah is, but he ain't 26. And so then you have this dynamic of like, she was kind of changing her life to fit into his life. He had the dynamic of being a star, having money, putting these, um, these demands on her. So she probably felt really trapped, really unheard. There's more texts where they kind of go back and forth where they kind of recap and they tried to have a friendship and then she's bringing certain stuff up and he's flipping it on its head with her. And, and I'm not a therapist, but I would think that's how gaslighting <laughs> works. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I always caution using these terms now that Crystal's been on, cause she's like half of us are using them in the wrong way and we don't even know how mm-hmm. to use them. But what I know is for me there's gotta be a real conversation around boundaries versus control. It's fine to have a a boundary, but your boundaries are more about you. It's not about the other person I don't believe. And so, like, I what what bothers me, and Mandy said it really well on the See the Thing Is clip, like this woman came in. As a surfing instructor, all of the things that you were attracted to her, like that attracted you to her rather, are the things that now is too much for you. You want to change. She has to shift. And it's, that often happens. And it's like, well, wait a minute. And then the shame component. You know, I, I thought it was very interesting how he worded things. It's like mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it was left mm-hmm. up to so much interpretation, and it was his interpretation. There was never like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. lunch or coffee or something respectable. Well, what is so respectable? It's so
1: confusing. You know,
0: it's yeah. it's confusing, and then and then uh-huh. you're kind of grasping like post your pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. Uh-huh. She's a surfing instructor so, uh, to model. She was an aspiring a model. model. Like, like, what? Like, what, what do you mean? So I can't be me. I have to be small in order to make you feel good. And those are not boundaries. And I, and I, I don't know that I'm skilled enough to have the conversation between what boundaries are versus what control is. Because I often am, a lot of people have, this is the new buzzword, boundaries. And a lot of times I think, well, you, you don't have boundaries, you're just an asshole. If I'm being completely honest and I know that there's people like, these are my boundaries, but like, listen, there's, there's space for compromise, there's space for conversation. And then there's space for like, then there's this. And so I'm just like, where the fuck is the healthy in between, you know? And and there were some messages where he's referencing
1: co-creation. It's a co-creation
0: with somebody. I don't know. There's like messages where he's referencing his therapist and things like that it's and it's ca- just like yeah, It's tricky. It's chaotic. It's, it's like how do you know? How do you this know? This is
1: what um Bell hooks says on the will to okay. change. Okay. Okay. She says psychological patriarchy is a dance of contempt, a perverse form of connection that replaces true intimacy with complex Covert layers of dominance and submission, collusion and manipulation. It is the unacknowledged paradigm of relationships that has suffused Western civilization, civilization generation after generation, deforming both sexes and destroying the passionate bond between them. So it is just what she said is this just this covert, all it is is him trying to dominate. But How do
0: you control control identify it? That's my thing. I can know what By it how is. How it I makes can ident- no
1: fucking sense for her to say mm. that makes absolutely no sense. You you DM'd me in my bikini picture, but then he'll you know he'll twist it around and say, well you know I don't feel comfortable now. You're in a relationship with me. You were single then. Like I I it's it that's the part that feels. That was the most exhausting and really fucked up my self esteem. That's why it's so dangerous in so many ways because it is this subtle thing, because it is Mm -hmm. not a punch and a bruise. It's this really subtle manipulation that wears at your self esteem because it makes you doubt yourself and you just get smaller and smaller. And they become more and more unhappy because it's ruining them as well. So I think that. I think what I hope we all come to the place of it's dangerous for both of them. Jonah in so many ways is a victim to his um to his to his insecurity, to his his Darius is a, a victim to his insecurity and his inability to be really honest about his fear. They're scared mm-hmm. men. Am I good in like if you if you learn about Jonah's history, he's s- All of his his life, he's been so um, insecure about his weight. Mm -hmm. And am I good enough? And, oh, shit, I got this bad woman. Like, she's fine as fuck. Other guys are probably looking at her. And then it's all wrapped around a patriarchy. It's so, it's such a, a wild, tight web that is dope. We're all unraveling collectively, but I think... Again, because everything needs to be a binary, it's like a victim and a and a villain. And it's like yeah. no we're all it's not the shark, it's the fucking ocean. We're all in this shit. He's he is being destroyed by it as well. It's just as dangerous for him to keep perpetuating this for his soul, for his growth, but I don't know. And his kid. And his baby, now he got a baby. Chill. Well,
0: Gina, you got to make another one. Sorrows and prayers. All right. Speaking of Hollyweird, Emmy noms are in and it's giving white excellence. I'm rooting. I'm rooting wholeheartedly for succession. Sorry. Hate to say it, but I am. Um, most nominated shows are. Dun 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 succession. Um, coming at number nine is Wednesday. Did you watch Wednesday? No, but Jolie loved it, and I trust her taste, so it must be lit. Um, number eight is Dahmer, number seven, Beef, number six, The Bear, number five, Marvelous Mrs. Mazel, number four, Ted Lasso, three, White Lotus. Two, The Last of Us, one, Succession with 27 Emmy nominations. Listen, Listen, HBO is cleaning the fuck up. The top three is them, but I don't know. What you think, Sheila? Listen, the- I have a Succession
1: better take it on home. I will say, though, um, Elizabeth Olsen, I did talk about it before. I was mm-hmm. very just so impressed with her acting chops. In love and death, and she did not get any recognition. I am very excited for Ayo Edabiri. I I don't know how to say that child's name, but she's the supporting, the black supporting actress in The Bear. Also, we got, she did an incredible job. I'm actually not feeling the second season in popular opinion. That's a side note. I'm curious what people are thinking. The Bear? Um, Mm. It's like feeling really gimmicky. I don't know something about it I'm oh like, no what in the 80s uh like gimmicky movie is this but i'm so excited for succession give them all of their flowers let it rain on them they've bowed out they did it with a lot of grace you know give it to them excited for the last of us although not that i like the last of us was cool um
0: I think the, was per, cool. the acting per, there were some acting performances the gay couple amazing I don't care what nobody say that. that fucking episode oh that, was that best episode. I forgot about that scene. that was the best yes. episode
1: very good that was amazing um uh, White Lotus was dope as well I, you didn't get into White Lotus did you I,
0: I did and watched it loved it I'm disappointed that Jennifer Coolidge did not get nominated Tanya because
1: apparently I she's was just shocked. herself I thought she was acting oh. her ass off and then I saw her and I was like, oh, that's just who you are.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting though for Succession. Like you have best actor, you got Brian Cox nominated, you got Kirian Culkin and I you have know. Pedro and Pascal. Insane. It's like
1: I know. I, when I saw I, and those, Jer- I was no, like No, excuse me.
0: I had Pedro Pascal, I meant Jeremy Strong, sorry.
1: I was like I did not know they are allowed to do
0: that. Of course Cause... they are. They always go up against each other. Best Actress, Sarah Snook. I don't know if she takes that. I love that Bella Ramsey is nominated for Best Actress. I do think it's very interesting because she is non bi. Excuse me. They are non-binary and they came out like, listen, don't have. I'm grateful for the now, nomination, but also like for actors like me who are not interested in this binary world, why are we doing Best Male? Why are we doing Best female. So it's very interesting, curious to see what comes of that. But yeah, like six Look at Succession, best supporting actor, Nicholas Braun. Then you got Matthew Mcfadden who we all love. Then you've got Alan Ruck. Then you've got Alexander Skarsgård like everybody in the, Okay, best supporting actor in a drama series, there's no one nominated that is not White Lotus or Succession. That's and, it. And,
1: that, and that's it
0: that it's what it's wild it's like they are cleaning up and and as they should I think they should take home every fucking thing I think the
1: cinematography the foot the the camera shots
0: was just the the the, the camera work was beautiful unpopular opinion I don't think beef was that great sorry I said I loved beef I I know you did and I was like all right I just finished it yeah and I was like I this didn't move me Oh, I loved it. It was good, but it didn't it didn't move me. It wasn't like oh, this is I can't stop part. watching it. We'll see what happens, but I'm sorry, y'all. The last time we did this, I think we were rooting for everyone white, and I think we are again. <laughs> so sorry uh usher <laughs> is Usher a menace? It's no. a lot of people coming out saying that usher is actually stop. a fucking menace. It's dumb. I think it's funny. Usher had, I looked up and I was like, oh, Usher was called up. Issa Rae with her married ass. And she was looking like, oh my God. She was
1: looking awkward. She was like, I was was like, like,
0: She was like, I just got married. Chill. You doing the most. (laughs) Kiki, of course. Sweetie with her high ass. Sweetie was somewhere in the couch. She didn't know what the hell. Did you see Sweetie? She went the hell out that gum just like, she couldn't. She didn't know where she was. Poor thing. Kamora, Taraji, who gave us the show. I love that one. Kim K, and then Winnie oh, Harlow I was seen like
1: him with Kim.
0: Kim was just standing there the way Kim do, like a mannequin. But Winnie was like, uh-uh, and went and sat on her man's lap. <laughs> I get it. I just Usher also recent. He's a little bit of a menace for this. Usher recently was singing his song Matrimony. And he was looking in the crowd for men who wanted to propose. Apparently, this is a thing that's been happening at his concert. He came across a couple who's been together for 17 years. And the guy was saying how much he loved his girl and gave her a hug and a kiss. And Usher said on the microphone, nigga, you not going to propose? I love that from Usher.
1: I love I it. Do- Usher imagine is- how
0: that woman felt. She was probably like, oh, my God. He just He's said not going to propose. She was probably thinking. No, then she needed to say it. That's not his place. But is Usher being tricky? Like Usher's if we had doing a live his show, damn job. Let me ask that's you a question: you... If we had a live show and there was a portion where we was about to dance all up on somebody, I know for a fact that you would be like, make sure they're not on a date or like in a relationship, internet. I would know I? you would say that. Yes. Would I? Why
1: again? Because why? You because do that's that. counting as cheating.
0: I, I, do that does like not that. come and into I would my, say I don't care.
1: <laughs> Beyonce, Janet Jackson, everybody has done that. Chris Brown. I am no way. I would not think that. I, you may think that, but I'm sorry, you're very wrong. I would not think really? like. What? That's it's part of a show. Are you guys serious? What? If 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 Janet Jackson or Beyonce, if Megan the Stallion
0: came up. If she, and grab my man. I would say I would be like, go, go off. <laughs> go, if you don't King. go, oh, I, I will. Sorry,
1: Beyonce, Janet, go live your life, King. Don't embarrass yourself. Who would yourself you not me. say Jeez that in for? in your pants.
0: If Alicia Keys did it, I'd be like, sit your dumb ass down. You ain't going I would up be cracking the
1: fuck up. I would be
0: <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I'd be like, boy, if you're. And that's no diss to her, but it's just not giving. You know, if you're going to do it, it's got to be somebody that's given. She's not giving me the sex appeal I need for me he to be like, alone. yeah, boo, go up there. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I think Usher, he's, he's just so job. charming. He's, doing it well. he's just so he's, charming. And he's doing it well. And I don't think he's being a menace, but I do think it was interesting. And I'm not gonna play this clip. I'm just gonna speak about it. Cause I don't feel like figuring out how to play the fucking clip right now. But Boosie. Boosie badass. You know, Boosie is somebody who I've spoken out about. I don't like <laughs> the things that he said about his That's son.
1: Spoken out about,
0: uh, for real. I've said that his he that was child abuse what he did with his son. Oh, he's um, terrible. I think I don't throw him away. He yeah. has he is who he is, and I I I don't throw him away, but I don't enjoy him. I don't wish him ill because some I did see that he got locked up for some shit that seemed like a reach and people were like celebrating that and I was like well I don't know about all that but I do need him to be better child because he gets on my fucking nerves and I think I have a soft spot because he loves jasmine he the way that he will post a random jasmine song and be singing it at the top of his lungs and she'll send it to me and be like we just got to love him for who he is. He's doing the best he can. And I'm like, girl, you're the only person that could probably help him. So please reach out. But he recently went online and was talking about Usher. And he's talking about he's a street nigga. And if his bitch went up on stage and was googly eyeing and Usher and oh looking like she she... She wanted to stay there with him. He'd leave that bitch at the show, go back to the hotel room, and then when she get back, be her ass. Oh, that's my God. He, that's what he said. Now, do I, and everybody's like, it was interesting. Look at the comments on it, because I put the Instagram thing there. And people were like, wait, what? He? You wanna do what? Like, they caught it. Like, wait, that went left. It's one thing to leave her at the show and you're not with the shits, whatever, because of the disrespect, yada, yada, yada. But then you say to beat her ass. And I'm just like, "Mm." here we are with this possession. Here we are with this like, who, what, how, how do we have a conversation? And maybe it's not us. Maybe the men need to do it. Like I'm looking to men. Every man is listening to this podcast. Y'all got to talk to each other. Leo, brother Mar, who else? The... um social media samurai i'm calling all the twitter names out all the negroes that that fuck with us y'all got to talk to y'all people and 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 i it's it's dire it's dire because the way it just slipped from his mouth like it was no big thing and i i don't know enough about him i don't know if he has any history of um violence against women i don't believe he does who the fuck knows but just saying it on your platform so nonchalantly like what what like that's your child and even though you shouldn't be saying it like it's just wild to me i i don't know what to do as much as i
1: <laughs> you sweet being you no, could I you don't. Why? Because you don't see my know face. What to do? I don't.
0: <laughs> like, help. I'm really like, I'm looking to you to be like, what do we do? What is the conversation? How do we change that mindset? How do we change the mindset of a boosie who's saying, you know, he don't want his son to be no F word? So he had strippers. Give his kid fellatio. his child. Like, how do what conversation not, do we have? how is what i'm saying i think
1: we're doing that right now i think it's it's in Child. the it's in these daily conversations in our interactions in us it's in us being accountable um to the ways in which we uphold this type of um this archetype i d- i don't know um It's really been interesting even in our conversations and sharing it online. Everybody wants to go from here or here. Like there's, people do not know how to hold what's in the middle of Mm. it. And I think more and more there is a collective ability to hold that nuance, but there's so much context that has to be had. You know what I mean? Like, The idea of cleaning a mirror. There's so many wipes that have to be
0: done before it's completely clear. What are the wipes outside of us us just sitting on this fucking.
1: Boosie's constantly. Boosie's not listening to this. We don't know how many conversations she's having. You don't know how many people are pulling up on him being like, yo, what the fuck? Like we don't, we actually do not know. I think. um, Yeah, his kids, we don't know. We have no idea, but I think the conversations are being had. I think, again, just this whole thing with Jonah Hill and this pendulum swing that we're on of like canceling niggas, getting them out of here, um, but also having these c- collective conversations around possession, around, uh, yeah, just patriarchy in a ways is fucking everybody up because it's fucking him up on the low. It's fucking him up. We should be oh, very no. concerned for him. He is not well. Another one oh, is Blueface. Oh, I am Face. concerned. Blueface? I have no compassion for him, and all of that shit I just said is out the window. I, I have so much dislike for him. What's wrong with you?
0: Nothing. I'm, I'm listening. Do you see what Blue? You How she laying I on know. that couch? I know. What's she doing? <laughs> uh-uh. can't are you see okay? Her. Let me see. You can't see, see her. her camera. You can't see how she laying on the couch. <laughs> this is what she do, she chills hard. <laughs> anyway, so I'm listening. Hot as hell. No, Blueface. I don't know I, I I'm, know. I'm
1: not on top. I'm not trying to make a point. I just say like Blueface this he did a similar thing where he had strippers in his house and his little boy I went saw into, that. I that made me want to bludgeon him. Like it made me want to be violent, I, but he is I, so messed up. I cannot I think he's probably been abused. He's experienced like severe trauma. Something ain't right with that boy. Oh,
0: of course, Boosie as well. Something ain't There's right with no him. way been you hurt haven't in in deep, deep ways. That's still hurting.
1: That we should be concerned about hurt,
0: exploited, all the things. But and I don't think again. It's it, We say this too. It's about what you have capacity for too. I don't got no capacity to blue <sighs> face joke. No, I can't I can't him. help him. I, I, I can him.
1: I'm sorry. Wish I, him well. I can't believe I said it. I Hate him. Damn it.
0: Oh, you hate him. Mm. I said it again. Well, keep I don't up, know, keep y'all. Krishan's
1: baby away from him.
0: And k- Krishan, listen.
1: Listen. I'm, she, it's tricky. That's why no I said, worry about yourself, everybody, <laughs> because it's you can't save the world. I'ma worry about myself and the ways in which I'm entangled and wrapped up and I'm listen, fucked up. We should have another episode cause I'm a little bit
0: fucked up over here. Child. Oh, but uh, unwell. Well, listen, this is a call to action to us to look at ourselves, but also to the brothers who rock with us. Worry about yourselves, but also worry about your mans and them too. All right. Please help SOS. We're drowning. I think that's the end of this episode.
1: Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking in your ears again next week.
0: Bye.
2: You have just heard an the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at around Roundaway Curls. We out early.
0: <laughs> Very good.